Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey sis, welcome to the Girl Good Nightcap. With this series, you can wind down or get cozy with your nightcap of choice and let the binaural beats relax you as we read selections other than traditional stories and discuss topics of varying interest, all with a melanated twist, of course. This more relaxed format will allow you to let loose and have some real talk just like you would with your girls. Email us at girlgoodnightpodcast at gmail.com to submit your suggestions for future episodes and follow us on Instagram and Facebook to become part of hashtag girlgoodnightgang. Enhance your Girl Goodnight experience with our four-week sleep journal, blank line journal, and more, all available right now in the Girl Goodnight Etsy shop. Just click the link in the episode description and girl, come shop with us. Tonight, we'll be reading Passages from a Put-Together Broken Heart, written by Stephen Williams. Stephen Williams is a 13-year Army veteran who found a passion for writing in high school. He is also the host of the PMS Pardon My Sarcasm podcast. On his show, his comments are often sarcastic and his opinion always matters. Join him as he discusses relationships, current events, and anything else interesting and intriguing. His episodes can be found on all major streaming platforms and the link in the episode description. Passages from a Put-Together Broken Heart is a compilation book of poems and short stories from the author Stephen Williams' childhood. The poems and short stories don't necessarily coincide, but they do give you an insight to the author's creativity and emotions. All links to connect with Stephen and purchase his book will be listed in the episode description. Now, lay back, take a sip, and sleep in melanated peace. Chapter 10. Do you even high school, bro? I went from making the honor roll for my first time ever in high school to dang near flunking out of high school altogether. I was a junior in high school and back in Tacoma, Washington. My dad was in town more, but to me, he seemed more cold and less caring. Mentally, that took a toll on me. I remember living within walking distance from my new high school, Franklin Pierce High School, and didn't know too many people. I am, however, a Libra, so it didn't take me long to meet new friends and become acquainted with new faces around the neighborhood. Within weeks, I was no longer walking to school alone. I was catching a ride with a neighbor or sharing stories about the cuties in school or a fight that went down. High school was a weird time for everyone in my eyes. Never before have I seen such angry characters. You have to really be upset or pressed to be fighting in school before the 9 o'clock bell rang. Junior year was decent. I once again was on the football team at a different school and enjoyed some of my classes. I really just enjoyed making others laugh or just being around other people in general because I was so used to being alone. I can assure you now that back then, 
If you didn't make plans to see me after football practice or the extracurricular activities after school, you weren't going to see me until the next day of school. It's not that I didn't like people or didn't want to hang out. I often felt that I couldn't hang out with others. Most of the time, I didn't even ask to hang out with others after school. I wasn't the friend that was spending the night at anyone's house over the weekend. I didn't have people sleeping over at my house either. I wouldn't say I was deprived of that. I will say that even as a child, I didn't do that because if you weren't a family or a member of the church, we weren't hanging out outside of that establishment. I carried that into my adulthood as well. As far as high school goes, I never even went to prom junior or senior year. My grades definitely took a hit. It was so bad that I was either ditching classes or made up a story about why I was going to class late because honestly, I didn't like a particular class or teacher. More often than not, I just didn't go to school at all. All the time, my working theory was that if my dad didn't care about how I was doing in school, then why should I? I went from making the honor roll while living with my mom to bringing home four Fs even though I only had six classes. My way of thinking was askewed. I know that now and more than likely knew that then. The big difference is now I care when back then I didn't. Physically, I was okay, but mentally and on the inside, I was crying out for help. Either way, the choice was taken out of my hands and it was decided for me that I would be dropping out of high school. My mother and father, the warden, thought that it was in my best interest to attend Job Corps. In my mind, I was again abandoned. Love on Layaway. I found this love for myself and she found me. It was nice and cool and we both filled each other's needs. She had me and I had her, a collab worth more than a dream. It was so powerful, this puppy love both of us would agree. I then asked a question that I wish I hadn't asked. Asked about if you had someone in your present or is he your past? He was your present and never would leave me even if I asked, because letting go of me or him would be much too hard to grasp. In truth, I was put on hold on that back burner. I was thinking of ways to get her to myself. How could I ever earn her? She was left with the evidence, but on trial for murder. Murder of my heart because she felt she could go on no further. I was like that package that you couldn't purchase until the next paycheck. I was left wondering what's happening now and what I should do next. She was also hurt. She was left an emotional wreck because she didn't know what love she wanted. She was confused and perplexed. We were in a dilemma and she didn't know what to say. She couldn't believe that love was treating her this way. I was understanding, but at the same time dismayed. Not only was I in love, but my love was on layaway. If I promised. If I promised you tomorrow, would you forget about today? If I promised you tomorrow, would you clear out all darkness and love me in a special way? If I promised you today, would you believe that there was no tomorrow? If I promised you today, could there be space for me to bring happiness to your sorrows? If I promised you the world, would you leave the city and travel by my side? If I promised you the world, in you could I place my trust and love for it to happily reside? If I promised a better tomorrow and insisted you worry less, could I be the shoulder you lean on and the one who relieves your stress? If I promised you a diamond, 
would you leave your rubies, pearls, and emeralds behind? If I promised you a diamond, could you leave your troubles where they are and promise to be mine? If I promised you a new life and completely changed, would you accept my proposal of changing your last name? If I promised a better future and a long, loving life, would you agree to be my best friend, partner in crime, lover, and wife? If I promised our life and relationship would no longer be wild, would you be willing to bear me a child? If I promised you all of this and meant it today, how would you take it? What would you say? A four-year fate. Puppy love, infatuation, or maybe even love could have described my relationship I had with a significant other. This relationship has somehow faded. It started out so nice, so real, and yet so smooth. A four-year-long relationship has ended from her having an affair with another dude. It started like any other relationship. There was lust and infatuation. There was a lot of sneaking around and hiding. For some, it may have been an awkward situation. Let's just say that it was a relationship where we were spontaneous. We had to sneak around because our parents didn't want us together. I tried everything I knew to keep the relationship going, surprising her with gifts and presents without her even knowing. I would write her poetry to show her my emotional side. I gave her my clothes so that when we weren't together, in them she could confide. Confide in them her feelings for me. We wanted to one day run away and leave all her cares behind. The tears she shed from day to day were tears from not knowing what was on my mind. We weren't able to talk on the phone or hear each other's voice. I gave her my heart to keep, but to keep it would be her choice. I thought that I could trust her, and even when she lied, I trusted her more. I would travel on foot to see her, only to be met by an unanswered front door. I would look for new things in the relationship. I was constantly in search. We didn't go to the same school together. We only saw each other at church. I wanted to steal her heart. I had to make an interception. I pleaded with her my faults, and it turned out to be my confession. Confessing that for her, I would do anything. I'd do whatever she asked. Often she took me up on that promise and see if I was up to the task. I was dedicated, while others called me pussy whip. I kept on loving stronger. Their talk didn't even bother me one bit. I didn't even trip. I was just trying to give her a love that she would never forget. It's me who should have paid attention and heeded my friend's tips. This is where it's getting good, you say. The relationship went on for so long. Yes, a relationship for four years was long, but that's where you'd be wrong. I gave up my everything to be met with lies and a cold, uncomforting heart. The four-year-long relationship turned into deception right from the start. She broke up with me many times just to ask me back out the next day. She thought that I was being untrue was her reply or what she'd always say. I was appalled, I was confused, and of course, I was irate. How would you feel if you were told you'd been lied to by your friend, your lover, and date? This four-year-long relationship turned into unfaithfulness on her behalf. She kissed other guys, gave lap dances at school, and that's not even the half. She broke my heart into many pieces, turned my heart cold and black. 
left me unmistakably broken and derailed or off track. I was told lie after lie, given no true love, no shot of being able to be free. I was told that this girl I loved cheated and lost her virginity. Of course, she lied to me about it. I then felt like I was having a heart attack. She cried. I cried. She apologized and I stupidly took her back. With every chance I gave, she would willingly break my heart. Now I'm left alone to pick up the pieces I will once again begin at the start. Start to love her again, like I was some kind of useless thing. I was left broken. I was left alone with my thought, my anger, and words that I let go unspoken. She ran over my heart with a freight train because I let her. She was the reason that I continued to see without her everything that I never questioned. I questioned for sure. At the end of the turmoil, I was left with pain and heartache. At that time, I think I deserved it. No one deserves that pain. No one deserves a four-year fate. Be free if that's what you want. All I wanted is to show you love, but times that gets misinterpreted. With how that love is often showed, what I show is what I feel, but I often regret. I can't stand the way I am, but I can't seem to change. The way I treat you, it kills me, but I know no other way. It's like my mind's in a room that's unfamiliar and rearranged. How is it that you, my child, get so little love by her father? I would tell you if I knew, but seeing that I don't, I won't even bother. I will just be the way I am, having you as my daughter. Every time I try and open up, my mind puts up a mental blocker. I know I make excuses, but that's not my intention. I could explain my emotions if only you would listen. I could stop and listen if that's what you want. I like the way you carry yourself, but instead, I put up a front. I act as if I'm not pleased with you, but I don't know how I truly feel. Sharing my emotions when growing up was never quite the deal. I never received accolades. I didn't get much praise. How I was brought up shouldn't be a direct result of how you were raised. I want to be a better dad to my future kids than my dad was to me. I want you to be healthy and wealthy and live your life successfully. I need to be better. That's no ordinary hunch. I can better believe me. Be free if that's what you want. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Anytime. As I think here to myself about the things I've faced, I realize that I have been shown nothing but mercy and grace. Therefore, I await the presence of my significant other and for her warm embrace. It's her who shared and cared for me and brought me to this mindful state. She gave me a reason to believe in my appearance and personal traits. For I was an unsculpted creation that has been molded and shaped. Shaped for the future and what was taking place. I am falling for this girl, 
and she knows she got me. If not for her, then I wouldn't be what she dreamed I could be. It's her who opened my mind and told me to let myself feel no need, to be able to take what life gives me and be free. Whether she knows it or not, I totally agree that I could be someone special and important eventually. With her, everything is different. I have no worries or cares. She's my helping hand when life to me I can no longer bear. My backbone when I need someone in whom my emotions can be shared. I know that if I need anything at any time, she would certainly be there. She is more than just a good friend. She is non-judgmental and fair. She is like a super friend. She's there for me anytime, place, and anywhere. Chapter 11. Okay, now what? Any of you ever heard of Moses Lake, Washington? Before I went to Job Corps, I hadn't heard of the place either. Moses Lake is three hours and 13 minutes as the crow flies, or 190.8 miles from Tacoma, Washington. It's probably smack dab in the middle of the state. Great. I was being sent away again in a place that at the time didn't even have its own Walmart. Lucky me. I get to Job Corps and again have to observe and make nice with the other inmates, as I used to call them. For those unfamiliar with what Job Corps is, it's a program administered by the United States Department of Labor that offers free education and vocational training to young men and women ages 16 to 24. So you mean to tell me that I was shipped off to some sort of boarding school in the middle of Washington State? One of the first things I found out about being in Job Corps was that there is no such thing as personal space other than your bunk. There were hundreds of other people my age at this facility serving time just like me. It couldn't be that bad, right? As a matter of fact, it wasn't that bad. They provided us with just about everything we needed. We had three square meals a day and they provided shelter and clothing. Not only did they give us those things, but I was able to get my GED within the first week there. I later found out that they also had a program to where you can earn your high school diploma. Naturally, I decided to get that too. Why, you ask? I always thought that it would look better on future applications to have my high school diploma rather than a GED. I later found out that they were equivalent. On top of everything else that they provided, they gave us tools to be able to leave Job Corps and enter the real world and workforce with effective job training in various different fields. I chose to go through the business administration field because it didn't involve me doing much outside work and I could be in an air-conditioned office. I, now 17 or so years later, find myself working in the business administration, human resources field. I'm not even sure if I remember how long I was at Job Corps, let alone if I ever finished or completed the business administration classes. I just remember winding back up in Tacoma, Washington, and I was perfectly content with being what I coined an adult bum. I wasn't looking for work, even when my dad was trying to force me to. I wasn't even interested in going to school. I just wanted to relax in the house, watch movies, and eat up all the food. I was pathetic. Of course, my dad had had enough of my crap and one day suggested that I join the army. I remember him telling me something along the lines of me being able to make my own money and make my own rules. As long as I wasn't on duty and I was in the right place at the right time and in the right uniform, this sounded too good to be true. Guess what I did next? I joined the freaking army. 
mind over my inner me. I'm constantly in a state of thought or a state of confusion because of the places that my mind tends to take me. It seems my mind is filled with horrible things and pollution when it's just my inner me that constantly begs to be free. I wonder sometimes, is it my inner me that's running loose or do I just use my mind as a worthless excuse? Always using my mind as a crutch for when my words are misused, like when false accusations are misinterpreted for the truth. Is it my mind or my inner me that needs to be blamed? I think about that and hang my head in a feeling of doubtful shame, wondering if the once fearless lion I was is now tamed, as if the rain has come in and ruined my outer parade. I'm in a constant battle sorting truth from fiction, reading between broken lines of things that are written, searching for something I didn't have before as if something were missing. I always seem to search to break what needs no fixing. That's my mind once again looking for the wrongs and what is so right. It's just like looking for a shadow in a place that shines so bright. I oftentimes smile to myself in the destruction in one's delight, for it's my inner me that hides within and keeps away from sight. Mind over my inner me, I think those words and wonder if it's all to be. Wondering why my mind is bound when my inner me is free. When one escapes the other, it's confounded by the roots of a tree, a tree of truth, which is also the foundation that keeps out the enemy. I have made a conclusion. My mind and my inner me both want to be free. To be released and set free is their humble plea. I want them to be free, but it's impossible indeed, because my mind and my inner me can be my greatest ally and worst enemy. Too far gone. I am too far gone. Too far gone from the passions and pleasures of a man who wants so much love. Too far gone from the worries and sorrows that life holds. Too far gone from the alcohol and substances that people use as a lifting drug. Too far gone to be remembered because I was too bold. Too bold to stand up against my peers and say, this isn't for me. I'm not who you think I am, so just leave me alone and let me be. I'm not the one who does things to please anyone. Definitely not anymore. I'm not anyone's flunky, anyone's trick, and I damn sure I'm not anyone's whore. Too far gone to see the haters and backstabbers throwing their hate my way. Too far gone to live in tomorrow because I'm living for today. Too far gone listening to what those critics and doubters have to say. I'm too far gone to be fooled by your foolish beliefs. I will not be dismayed. I'm not here for your approval, nor am I here to want to be accepted. I'm here because when I wanted to be in the in crowd, I was neglected. I have accepted the fact that I can't be what you want me to. So in the words of Lil Wayne, I'm acting brand new. I'm too far gone for people to see what in the past I've done. I'm too far gone to think I've lost the battle when I know that I've won. Too far gone to see the darkness of the night because I'm on to a brighter day. I'm too far gone to be forgotten simply because I am too far gone to stay. I will be free. Bound for so long, I imagine myself on a distant paradise. Convicted by my own thoughts, I swim in an ocean made by men who are mice. I slave away in a ship, day and night, making pennies in some sort of price being stowed away and bet on as if some game played with pieces and dice. 
I stay captive in the cold and damp cells of my own mind, which causes me pain. I rock back and forth with my arms across my chest because I'm not too sane. Not too sane for I want to get away and no longer be a mindless lame. A mindless lame because of mental barriers that I can no longer change. For it was my mind that rebooted a new mind and is now rearranged. Rearranged in a way that I can't find a way out of this mental game. I once remembered being free and it felt unnatural and strange. As if I'm now a part of something different and going against the grain. That thought and memory resides in the deepest parts of my mind, out of sight of the thoughts that seem evil-minded and unkind, as if the evil of my flesh and the evil of my mind have now intertwined. I continue to block out those thoughts until the good can once again shine. I was once a well man, people wouldn't flee. I was a person who people looked at and could without doubt believe. Being thoughtful and courteous was something I wanted to achieve. Some would say that I was a presence that felt like a cool breeze. Those comments changed when my mind trapped a weaker me. Keeping him locked away for he was feeble indeed. No longer in need of affection, that feeble me was locked away without a key. A key to unlock his thought process that would allow him to be free. That was this slave's only wish, to one day be set free. He is locked away in the gauntlets and labyrinths of his mind, which bears no key. To himself, he chants these words until he cannot breathe. I am bound now and see no way out. I myself want to scream and shout. No one will help. I'm in dire need. I'll hold my head up high knowing one day I will be free. Addicted. If you were addicted to something, what drug would you take? What would that substance be that would cause you to shake? From the things you do, the things you say, and decisions you make, what would that drug be to make you quiver and shake? I have found my drug of choice, and I guess the effect it has on me is strong, as if I've been taking this drug for some time and far too long. The kind of drug that people have written in a poem, book, or song But given the drug that I'm talking about, would you at all consider me wrong? Could this drug be a person, her physical ability, or the way she smiles? Or could it be the way she carries herself, from her walk to her clothing style? Or how, even though I haven't met her, the weight will be worthwhile? Could the drug possibly be a person or the things about her that I like? Maybe it's her enthusiasm that sparks my interest enough to sit and write. Possibly what I'm addicted to is not a drug at all, but maybe it's a sight. A sight of a woman that may have no wrongs but have so many rights. To be honest, if she was a drug, I would be addicted to her simple and plain. Even at first I was addicted to her when I just wanted to know her name. Nothing has changed since then. My addiction for her has been the same. I like her for more than her looks. I also like her for her brain. This is more than just an addiction. It's something that I need. She is someone worth begging for or cause me to drop to my knees. If this is an addiction, it would cause me to beg and plead. I guess I am a druggie looking for another fix, you see. This is the kind of drug that will have you shaking or have some kind of spasm. A spasm so real and amazing, it can be considered in some ways an orgasm. I even love when this drug of mine reacts to my wit and replies with her own sarcasm. 
That to me is beyond great. It's something that I can't even fathom. My drug is something greater than something that can be scripted, greater than something broken down or more than dully mentioned. My drug is more than something that can just be invented. My drug causes me every day to be sprung and addicted. Unrelenting love. I don't know what to say. I'm at a loss for words. My emotions, my feelings, and even my mind that's left unserved. On a platter because my mind and heart have always been on display. From the way I talk and feel, even to the words that I say. I have always been open and tried my best to remain honest. I've always been there when you needed me. I stayed true to my words and kept every promise. Promises of patience, affection, and care. Care that holds together the bonds of love and an affection that fills your lungs with love's air. I wonder how things would have turned out if I was there instead of here. Would my feelings for you be the same? Would you stay with me or up and disappear? Could I stand there and wait for you? Would I be open-minded or able to understand? Understand any situation even if I saw you in the arms of another man? Could I let you go if that made you happy and still be your friend? Would I even be willing? Would I let you go and support your wishes and feelings? Gladly. My mother once told me, if you love them, let them go. I've been holding on for so long, how and when would I know? If I were to let go, would I ever get you back? Or was it my timing or something else that I somehow suddenly lacked? Was there something that I started doing that I never fully finished? Was it my emotions or feelings that somehow suddenly diminished? Was my liking you too little or my love too strong? Was there something or anything that I've said or done that was wrong? Could it have possibly been our communication or lack thereof? Or more importantly, was it just me, my swag, my smile, or unrelenting love? Are you still up? Girl, good night. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.